Welcome to Beyond the Crucible. I'm Warwick Fairfax, the founder of Beyond the Crucible. Yeah, we're going to be asking you over these next weeks to go through some of the key attributes to leading a life of significance. So before you spend your time listening to all these podcasts, I mean, what is the point? Why should I spend this time with you, Warwick and Gary? And so we felt like it was important to dwell on what is the end goal? What are we building the house towards? You know, what is it all going to add up to when we're, when we're done? Is this a journey worth taking with us? And so we wanted to answer that question. And so that's why understanding what a life of significance is, is important. We're going to be giving you building blocks to get there. But what is the there? What's the vision? What's the um, land at the end of the rainbow that, you know, Dorothy and her uh, friends are going to? You know, what is ours? You know, where is this yellow brick road going to? Where is the yellow brick road going to? You'll discover that over the next 10 weeks as we embark on our special summer series, Crucible Hacks. Each episode focuses on a single brick that makes up that road as we offer you fresh insights, hacks, to carry you from tragedy to triumph. Hi, I'm Gary Schneeberger, co-host of the show. We start with the end in mind in this first episode, significance. What does it mean to live a life of significance and how do you get there? That's where our hacks come in. Warwick and I will walk you through a pair of them. Emulate it till you make it and doing a life 360. And we'll do it more quickly than we do most of our traditional episodes around 30 minutes. The idea behind it all is to equip you with new tools this summer to walk out what we call the Beyond the Crucible refining process as you do what this podcast is all about, moving beyond your crucible. We're going to take the next nine weeks, listener. We're going to go, it's going to be 10 weeks when you count the wrap-up episode we do at the end. And we're we're going to draw all the blue, all the balloon strings together in that wrap-up episode. But the idea here is what we're going to do is give you step-by-step some hacks on how you can process your way through the Beyond the Crucible refining process. Our goal is to give you a helping hand through insights and exercises we haven't shared on the podcast before that give you helpful guidance on how to tackle and move through each step. And we're going to do it in an interesting way. And that way is we're going to start with the end in mind. So, right, crucibles are difficult. Crucibles aren't any fun at the beginning, at least, for sure. So we're going to start at the end of this process? Where does it all lead to when you go through the steps that come before? We're going to start with the end in mind because we want you to catch a vision for what happens when you go through this process and you have indeed emerged on the other side of your crucible. So uh, Warwick, we are going to begin when we say we're going to begin with the end in mind. The end is, I'll tee it up. It's a phrase you created. If listeners have heard you say it once, they've heard you say it 10 dozen times at least, more than that, hundreds of times. But the end goal in mind for first episode of this podcast, Crucible Hacks, is significance. What does that mean, Warwick, and why is that so important? Explain to listeners why we're starting with significance and why significance is 
someplace that we should start that is that important. Yeah, Gary. Yeah, we're going to be asking you over these next weeks to go through some of the key attributes to leading a life of significance. So before you spend your time listening to all these podcasts, I mean, what is the point? Why should I spend this time with you, Warwick and Gary? And so we felt like it was important to dwell on what is the end goal? What are we building the house towards? You know, what is it all going to add up to when we're when we're done? Is this a journey worth taking with us? And so we wanted to answer that question. And so that's why understanding what a life of significance is is important. We're going to be giving you building blocks to get there. But what is the there? What's the vision? What's the um, land at the end of the rainbow that you know Dorothy and her uh, friends are going to? You know, what is Oz? You know, where is this yellow brick road going to? Uh, so basically. Uh, you know, we define at Beyond the Crucible life of significance as a life on purpose dedicated to serving others. And, you know, we believe the only way to join fulfillment is by being other-centered, having some higher purpose that could be spiritual, religious. You could frame it in different ways. But it's our belief that you could really look at pretty much any major religion or talk to any psychologist And they will tell you that if you have a narcissistic life, it's all about me, money, and power, and crushing other people who get in your way. It's almost, it's pretty much impossible to be full of joy and fulfillment because humans are not wired that way. You might agree or disagree. You might think that's unfortunate, but any psychologist or spiritual way of thought or religion will tell you that the way that humans are built and wired, whoever created us, depending on your perspective, be it God or whoever, is to be other-focused, where you feel like it's not just about me, it's about others. That's where true joy and fulfillment lie. I think everyone that's human wants, over the course of their life, to feel like they've made a difference, that they have joy and fulfillment, they've uh, left a legacy that they and their kids and friends can be proud of. So all that adds up to you know living a life of joy and fulfillment, having a life that others can be proud of after you're gone. That all adds up to being a life of significance that we believe is the end goal in life. We all want meaning and purpose. It's our belief that meaning and purpose are found in a life of significance. Right. And I had not thought about this 160 some episodes of this podcast. I just thought about it right now as you were talking. Helping others is healing yourself, right? That is, I mean, if there was a, right, there's another tagline we can throw into the mixer, helping others heals yourself. And that's what we're trying to get you to folks is ways in which, right, the end goal is a life of significance, because that's a place where you help others. And in the process that heals yourself, Warwick's been through it, I've been through it, 160 some guests have been through it. Um, So that is what we're up to here. And there's something else that we're up to that's going to be kind of fun. It is summer, right? And what says summer more than a game, right? Everybody plays games in the summertime. And we have a game for you that's centered on this this Crucible Hacks series on this podcast for the next nine, 10 weeks. And that is a Crucible Hacks summer worksheet. Now, when I say that word, don't recoil in horror. Don't think homework, think fun, think prizes at the end, think material that you can put together that will help you in your journey from trial to recovery, from setback to to significance. That's what we're trying to get here. So there is going to be a worksheet. It's available right now, in fact. So I'm going to read these these uh, these instructions pretty 
pretty clearly off the sheet because I don't want to get them wrong. And this idea, I know you agree with me on this work, was a um, fantastic idea to just to help us as we're going through this, this Crucible Hacks series. So the, the purpose of the worksheet is to help listeners hack the code to moving beyond their crucible moment. So each week, you're going to be given a mission to write out a word that's going to be given from that week's episode. Here's the fun part. I'm going to say the word at some point during this episode. I'll let you know that it's the word, and then you'll put that down on your worksheet. Where's the worksheet? Beyondthecrucible.com. You can find that worksheet right there. The first 25 individuals to complete and submit the worksheet when we're all done with this series will be rewarded with an autographed copy of Warwick's book. Uh, Crucible Leadership. And again, go to beyondthecrucible.com to get that worksheet. In fact, hit pause right now and go get the worksheet now because I haven't said the words yet. I'm going to say it here in a little bit. You want to make sure you have that worksheet so you can fill it in. So we won't wait for you. We'll keep talking. But when you push pause, we'll wait in effect anyway. So go ahead, push pause, get the worksheet and then come back. Um, great, you're back. Um, the uh, So yeah, the first 25 people who send in the completed worksheet will get an autographed copy of Warwick's book. That's pretty fun, isn't it, Warwick? I mean, that's kind of a fun idea, I think. It is. It, it's a very fun uh, worksheet. It's a fun game. It's a good way to kind of get engaged. And um, yeah, and you'll, uh, you'll get a book. So uh, yeah, it should be fun. Yep. All right. Now let's get to the point of why we came here. We came here to talk about crucible hacks. You've heard people talk about life hacks all the time. These are crucible hacks, things that will help you navigate your way through your crucible. And the first one that we came up with is what we're calling emulate it till you make it. Not quite fake it till you make it, but emulate it till you make it. And that is this. Think of someone you believe has done some good either to you personally or to the world. A teacher you had, a mentor, a relative, a historical figure. Don't overthink it. When I said to you just then, think of someone you believe has done some good, just write that down. Think that up. That's your place. Don't overthink it. It's not a test. It's, it's what pops to the front of your mind. And the first person who comes to your mind when you ponder this question, who's made a lasting impact on my life or on the world? Great question to ask yourself. And I got to ask you, Warwick, why is this exercise, this hack, helpful to people who are coming back from a crucible? You know, sometimes asking people questions like, gosh, what would a life of significance mean to you? Uh, you know, what do you want to change in the world? What do you want to create? Those are good questions, but sometimes we get overwhelmed. Is it five? I don't know what a life of significance should be for me. I'm not sure. What's my purpose? Well, one way of really getting at it is think of people that you most admire. It's really in some sense a window into your soul. Uh, it reveals a lot about what you deeply care about. So think about that individual. And as you think about that individual, ask yourself, what is it about them that I admire? Do I admire their inventiveness, their perseverance? Uh, do I admire the actual uh, area that they're in, maybe they discovered, uh, you know, the polio uh, vaccine uh, in right. a number of decades ago. Um, you know, maybe you know that attracts you to medicine. So, who is that person, and what do you admire about that person? Is it their characteristics? Is it the field? 
get a really sort of do a bit of a deep dive into who is the person and what is it about that person that you admire? Because some of the keys to your own unique life and significance will probably be found in the people that you most admire. Maybe one, maybe it's two or three. If it's two or three, what are those common characteristics? But by focusing on your so-called heroes, if you will, could be a teacher in school. I mean, it could be all sorts of folks. It will tell you a lot about who you are and what you deeply care about. But it will also tell you about the change you want to make in the world. Yeah. And one way to, to gather information about this is some of these folks may have books written about them. Some of these folks may have movies made about them. There may be articles on them. We encourage you, this is not an assignment by any means, but as you're digging into what it is about these people who, who, who come to mind, who you want to emulate, how they made a difference, not necessarily the difference that they made, that's something that comes from within you, but people who've made a difference, how did they go about doing that? You can study that a little bit and it can be very enjoyable, not like homework again. You can watch a film, you can read a book you like when you're at the beach. There's lots of ways to go about getting after that information and applying that, what they did, not what they do, what they did, how they began to walk out, um, what what was the life of significance for them. That can help you know how you can begin to walk out, what, how, you know, what a life of significance is for you. One of the places, Warwick, that I know for you is very strong in this area is historical figures, right? I mean, you have, for sure, you have lots of folks that you admire for the trajectory of their lives in your family, in your personal spheres of influence, but historical figures in your book and on the podcast and just in your life, very, very um Uh, meaningful to you. You've learned a lot from them. If I asked you, and I'm going to ask you, (laughs) who among historical figures leaps to mind? Don't overthink it. Who who comes to mind when I say, who's someone that that this idea of emulate it till you make it, you can emulate them and, 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 and what they did, again, not in detail, but how they went about doing it. Who comes to your mind? You know, for me, probably, I love a lot of historical figures at the top of the list. Uh, for me, would be Abraham Lincoln, who, mm. as most listeners would know, was president uh, of the United States in the 1860s during the U.S. Civil War. This is a good example of what we're trying to get you to consider. People might admire Lincoln for a lot of different reasons. I mean, U.S. historians tend to rate Lincoln as the greatest president. Washington, uh, Franklin Roosevelt all are up there, but Lincoln always comes out on top, at least according to a survey of historians. Right, right. And some might say he abolished slavery, kept the union together, all of those things I deeply admire. But what I most admire about him actually feeds into those other things, into the abolition of slavery and preserving the union. And for me, that's his character. And it's not something that would be top of mind to everybody that thinks of Lincoln. I think of him that way because he had great self-awareness, great humility. He was so secure that he was willing to have on his team the people that he uh, beat for the Republican nomination. He thought that the wrong person won, this country bumpkin, sort of uneducated person from the then wilds of Illinois. It's like, who is this guy? I mean, he doesn't have a college degree. It's like he's self-taught. But by the end of it, they thought he was the greatest human that ever met. And when he died, they were sort of, you know, heartbroken. 
So how do you go from this guy's an idiot, and I can't believe this guy won, to this guy's the greatest human I've ever met? It was really his, his character, his willingness to listen to people. Uh, you know, he was not threatened by strong leaders. He would appoint, uh, by way of one final example, Salmon uh, Chase, Secretary of Treasury, and later he appointed him or nominated him to be Chief Justice of the Supreme Court when that guy did everything he could to undermine Lincoln politics, right, right, stab him right. in the back. You're not promoting a friend. You're talking about somebody that his sole purpose in life seemed to be to make Lincoln's life a misery. So, And what does that say about me? Well, I guess it says I value character and values and certain key attributes, which for me would be integrity, humility, uh, hugely. It's defining in terms of what I deeply care about in the world and what we do on Beyond the Crucible. So yes, one could spend a lot of time on this, but you know, think about who you most admire and why. It, it will right. tell you a lot about um, a lot about yourself. So it's a useful exercise. And one of the things I love about what you just said about Lincoln, because you said many people admire him for he, he abolished slavery. There's all the things he did as president, all of those things. But you admired him for his character. And that's what we're getting at when we say here, emulate it until you make it. You, you may not become president. You may not have a chance to accomplish all the things that Lincoln accomplished, but you, we all have the opportunity to develop our character. So what you're talking about right there is a perfect example of this, this, this crucible hack of emulate it till you make it. If you see something in someone that you that you admire it doesn't have to be an action they took or an outcome that they won it can be a character trait that they have and in your case with lincoln character was indeed the character trait that that that's important to you that can fuel a whole bunch of life on purpose dedicated to serving others life of significance stuff that that kind of exercise. So that's what we're trying to do here, listener, and picking out these life hacks is to give you ways about looking at your spheres of influence that will unlock things that will point you down the road to your life of significance. Just one more note on uh, Lincoln, just to flesh out what we're trying to talk about in this first hack. So yes, it's about his character, but specifically, well, how does that relate to how I lead my life? Uh, what's the practical ramifications of that? Well, it is things like being so secure within yourself, self-confident in the right sense of the word, that I'm not threatened by having people around me who are smarter and better in many areas than mm -hmm. I'm not, is willing to grow and uh, learn from my mistakes. Lincoln appointed several people to head up the army that didn't do so well until finally appointed Grant. He wasn't a military expert. It, it, it was not easy. It took him a while. So, you know, admit mistakes, learn from them, don't be threatened by others, have a humble, se humble sense that you're not the center of the universe. So, I mean, none of us will ever be a Lincoln, but there are specific character attributes that could help us in every day of our lives, with our co-workers, with our families. Uh, so to me, those are very practical uh, you know, attributes that I try in my own small way emulate. Absolutely. And it, it, what's funny about what's funny about this is that I could tell as you're talking about that, you're trying not to use certain words because those are the subjects of other episodes of this, this Crucible Hacks uh, series. And those words, some of them will come into play on the worksheet that we've been talking <laughs> about. So it, it feels a little bit like the game of password. If you 
that game where like uh, the password is hair and you couldn't say hair and trying to get someone to guess what it was. <laughs> and that's kind of what it feels like you're trying to, but that's a good point because you're, you're hitting on things that people can, can emulate again, emulate it until you get there, find what you, you value, what you appreciate about others, why you appreciate that, and then dive in and, and swim around inside some of those things that you find there. So are we ready for uh, crucible hack number two? Here we yep. go. Crucible hack number two is do a life 360. Here's what that means. Consider your friends, your family, your spheres of influence from all walks of your life, not just your home, not just your work, not just your church or your uh, religious institution or your, your spiritual tradition, all walks of your life. Consider all of those folks. Now think about who among them might be able to benefit from something you know or something you do. Write down who or what you thought of, who or what you think you can offer to them on purpose. Write that down. As you think about them, what do you think you could offer them on purpose? Because that's the first half of a life of significance, a life lived on purpose, dedicated to serving them. There's the second part, dedicated to serving others. Write that down. Your notes will come in handy when you reach the last step of this refining process that we're talking about. And it will come in handy more importantly, as you continue to walk out your journey to a life of significance. So why is a, is the idea of a life 360, just sort of taking stock, but not just of yours ourselves, but about what's around us and how we can feed into that and help our own healing by helping others. Yeah, I think as you think of other people and other groups, your heart is drawn to helping them for a reason. It could be the local SPCA, it could be um, you know, cleaning up the park in your neighborhood. Uh, maybe you, know, you read about uh, things online about just the devastation of uh, AIDS in Africa or the challenge of finding clean, clean water, whatever. It might be just friends in, in your neighborhood, people that you know. But think about what are the people that you want to help? What are the groups that you would love to be part of in some way? And that will give you a bit of a window into your soul of what are the things that really um, that really matter to you? You know, one of the things we say a lot on the podcasts is, you know, sometimes coming out of a crucible, you think, gosh, what I went through, I want nobody else to go through. I want to help be part of the solution for those that were abused. You want to help abuse survivors as well as uh, help, you know, prevent people from being abused, or at least make some kind of a difference. Or maybe, you know, wouldn't it be great if this invention was created, if this innovation? Uh, so uh, often crucibles can be a bit of a window into what really attracts your soul. But yeah, when you think about friends or groups that you would love to help, it says a lot about, so we talk about a life of significance, a life on purpose dedicated to serving others. Well, what arena do I want to serve others? There's many options, but what do I feel I'm drawn to? Maybe there's some cosmic plan for my life, from God or whoever. What, what is that? What is my purpose? What is that arena that I want to make a difference in? And when you look at the people that you want to, you're drawn to helping or the groups you'd love to be a part of, that says a lot about things you might want to explore is maybe right. in some, at some way, 
you can be part of the solution of helping people in a certain area. I think if you start thinking about it, for, I think for a lot of people, things will come to mind. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ask yourself those questions, who are the people I'd love to help? You know, who are the groups I'd love to be part of? It will become a bit clearer to you about what a life significance will look like in your situation. Right. And I had not thought about this. I swear, Warwick, I'd not thought about this until you were just talking right there. But I did this very thing close to 20 years ago now. I had gone to school to be an English teacher. I never got to do that. I went into journalism. Uh, and I, I was living in, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And I was like, okay, I want to I give back to the community somehow. What can I do that that could do that? And I'm not, there's not a whole lot I'm good at, but um, I'm pretty good with words. So I looked around and I found training to be a, a, a tutor uh, for people who were, who were having trouble with English, who were trying to learn English as a second language, or were just trying to improve their skills for jobs and things. And it was a very rewarding time. And it all came out of assessing, right? A life 360, looking around in my community, what, what was needed and then what skills did I have that I could maybe offer them? And it's it, fascinating that I had not thought about that in so many years, especially doing this show. Um, but there it is. That's the kind of, that's the kind of impact listener that this kind of digging in can can bring to you this idea of in this case it was the second hack we talked about doing a life 360 but there's also plenty that can come out of our first life hack our, our crucible hack that we talked about emulate it till you make it right in those things right emulate it till you make it is look at what's going on around you and who do you admire that you can find something that you can learn from and apply to your own life to kind of help Second one is doing an inward look, as Warwick calls it all the time, the, the inner work, right? The um, the soul work. Do a life 360, look inside, what do you have that other people need? And then how could you find ways to, to do that? And I can tell you, I have some stories. We don't have enough time because we want to wrap this up uh, here pretty soon. But I have some stories from my time as a tutor that just still are, 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 are mighty uh, and moving to me. So Warwick, um, we've gone through two life hacks. I'm going to say before we uh, we wrap here, one of the things that we encourage you to do, listeners, um, I, I I suggested that you write down in doing a life sixty who who are you thinking of that you can help and how can you help them. Uh, I would encourage you to um, uh, keep a running notebook as we go through each step each week because we're going to continue to add steps. Right, we started at the at the end right? The beginning was the end. Now we're going to go back next week and we're going to start at the beginning and walk you through this refining process. To uh, But but keeping a, a notebook and jotting down things, uh, the crucible hacks that we talk about that resonate with you, uh, we believe that will help you turn your tragedies into triumphs. All right, Warwick, we've reached the time in the show to reveal, I need a drum so I can do a drum roll to reveal the uh, the word that goes on your Crucible Hacks worksheet, which I know you pushed pause 10, 15 minutes ago when I asked you to, to go get the worksheet at beyondthecrucible.com. If not, you can get it. But the word is this. Are you ready? Warwick, you ready? Yep. <laughs> All right, here we go. The word is significance. That's the first word for the uh, Crucible Hacks uh, worksheet that you can get at beyondthecrucible.com. Remember, the whole idea behind this, over the course of these next nine weeks, you will get a word each week. 
you got to listen to the whole show because sometimes I'm going to do it in the beginning. Sometimes I'm going to do it in the middle. Sometimes I might just break out into song and say it right that, like right before we end. We'll, we'll see how it all how it all falls into place. But significance is the first word that we're going through. I'm ready to wrap, Warwick. What do you want to say to listeners before we do that? You know, I'd say a life of significance, finding that is a journey. Uh, even that's not a destination because life of significance can evolve. But over the coming weeks, we're going to flesh out in more detail how you exactly find that life significance and having found it, how you live it. This is almost like a trailer of a movie. You know, we yep. gave you some glimmers of what it is, but to really find out in more detail, you've got to watch the whole movie. So yep. each episode will give you another building block that will build on each other to building a life of significance because ultimately that leads to a place of joy and fulfillment, legacy that you and your kids and uh, friends can be proud of. So, you know, we all want our life to matter. We, you know, we have a limited time on this earth. We all want our life to count for something. And that's what this series will help you do is give you some key hacks, some key thoughts about how do you live a life that matters? How do you leave a legacy that you and others can be proud of? How can you find your own unique life significance, your own unique purpose dedicated to serving others? Over the course of these weeks, we will give you steps and building blocks to help make that happen. How can you do it? That's the question that Warwick just posed to you, listener. Here's how you can do it. Come back next week when we offer up another crucible hack that will help you achieve a life of significance. enjoyed this episode, learned something from it, we invite you to engage more deeply with those of us at Beyond the Crucible. Visit our website, beyondthecrucible.com, to explore a plethora of offerings to help you transform what's been broken into breakthrough. A great place to start? Our free online assessment, which will help you pinpoint where you are on your journey beyond your crucible and to chart a course forward. See you next week.